0: Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangland, and welcome to Just Thinking. How the heck is everybody doing today? I bet you it's been a wild day for, for a lot of people all over the world, to be sure. A lot of crazy things are happening each and every day. And you know, that's kind uh, of be the point of my story today. Uh, I did, a, 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 I think, a really good episode a, a, a couple days ago called uh, The Monsters Are Due on Maple Street. And I hope you go back and listen to that show if you haven't listened to it. And I'm very proud of the show I did on Live Life Like a, Car- uh, like a Card Counter. Uh, because, uh, you know, I try and pick a, t- a title that's provocative and will make you think and-, and make me think. And also be a reminder to me is that, you know, we have to make good decisions based on, you know, the best information we have, Uh and, uh, you know, card counters do that. Uh, actuarial people who work at the insurance companies do that. Other, you know, other people have to make life and death, death decisions or big money decisions. Many times have to do that kind of stuff. Uh, we all have to do that kind of stuff to make sensible decisions. But, uh, you know, many times we don't. Uh, the Monsters or Do on Maple Street is about people when they kind of throw reasoning to the wind and their fear and anxiety and gets a hold of them. And uh, they start doing crazy things uh, and speculating on everything uh, in a wild way and then start they become pitted against one another. Uh, and, uh, you know, just start acting in, in crazy, crazy ways. Uh, and it's based on a Rod Serling episode, episode twenty-two, season one from the Twilight Zone. It's a classic in screenwriting. So I, I ask you to go back and uh, take a peek at that. Uh, today's show, though, uh, uh, I'm kind of torn with a title or a theme. Uh, one of the themes is that we really need to we really need to get a sense of balance and coping. Uh, going. Uh, you know, people have to start coming up with things like, you know, be a card counter, do things positively, uh, learn how to plan, wh- whatever it is. It's not being a critic, it's having a plan, a sensible plan that meets things. But uh, I have to kind of change it because I said to my wife, I have never, uh, maybe during the Vietnam War, there would come some times, and with President Nixon before he resigned, uh, it would get as dark. Uh, as it is right now. I, I, I know this is a terrible thing with the pandemic, but there's a dark spirit over the nation and in much of the world. And I think that's the the, the term uh, or the title for the show that I would like uh, to use today uh, in, to discuss for a few moments, that humanity seems to be in a very, very dark place. Um... Uh, and what I'm sensing as a 70-year-old man uh, and having seen different periods of time in the world, in our country, uh, and also as a, as a psychologist, uh, I always mention that, but as a, I'm an observer of, you know, human behavior uh, and, and how people process things, you know, that's what psychology really is. It's the science of human behavior and mental processes, how, how we handle things. We are not uh, handling things uh, terribly well, by and large I'm not trying to be a naysayer I'm not trying to be a critic That was the uh, point of the show That I did on Living Like a Card Counter I would love to have empirical evidence I would love to have uh, You know, uh, information That's fairly accurate And, uh, you know, be able to say Well, this is what I can expect Good, better, and different But you can't You can't because uh, it's not there uh, you can't because systems of reasoning have seemed to, to, seem to have broken down uh, so terribly. And the faith of people, the goodwill and the faith of, of people, uh, people are pretending it's there. It's like those Facebook lives that you see of friends that we know. Uh, Maybe you're one of them, or I'm one of them. You portray this idyllic life that you have, and it's nowhere near that. But you have to keep putting those posts out there, you know? If you're sitting on your porch, it's, oh, it's another day. It's uh, so wonderful. And maybe you're bored senseless, but you've got to convince yourself and the rest of the world it's a great day. Well, I know that the world is not Facebook, and the world is not Twitter or social media, but it is a slice of reality. Uh, A slice, a small sample. And uh, I also see uh, these things in many of the uh, conversations that I have with people or I hear them. And it's such a lack of balance that people have. Such a lack of gratitude by and large. False praise for people. Um, uh, you know, this thing with um, I, I included it on one of my shows and I was so glad to see the Atlantic magazine have, have actually have food service workers say, would you stop saying that that I'm a hero? You're taking advantage of me. You're making me feel stupid. You're just glad that I'm here doing this and you're not. Uh, that was the point of uh, of a show that I did on the military called. Thank you for your service. It's the same thing. Stop patronizing people. Of course, we thank you. For being in the military and everything else like that But that a lot of people keep saying that bullshit Because they don't have to do anything They don't have to be in the military They don't have to go fight these r- ridiculous wars or battles or things Somebody else does it You know So uh, this humanity being in a dark place with false narratives And uh, it, it's it's very, very disturbing Uh, It's disturbing to me because it stops people from coming up with solutions. It stops people from seeing things accurately. And it's like everybody and their brother has some kind of a meme or a saying or a pet peeve or a microaggression or something that they're pissed off about or something that they want to preach um, you know that they're holier than thou about that. They have a position of moral authority. I'm sure I do it as well. Uh, you know, uh, doing podcasts. There, there, there are probably times I come off with that and you know I'm, I'm doing the same exact the same thing that I'm criticizing people for now. But um, it, it has really, really gotten out of hand. And if we were if, if all of us were in, I'll use the military, for example, if all of us were in the military, Uh, and we were faced in a serious battle or a very serious situation or something, we couldn't function like that. We couldn't complete our mission. Uh, You know, if we were, uh, you know, trying to help people in a disaster.
1: What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at...
0: And all people did was criticize one another for every particular motivation that you had or demeaned other people or kept praising one group of people and not another. It would be so dysfunctional. It would be like the world that we're living in now. We seem to be paralyzed uh, from doing the simplest of things. If it's getting face masks or something or personal protective equipment out there you know to people it's like for christ's sakes we're putting a man on the moon now if it's a problem with producing it or whatever it is somebody needs to stand up and say here's how many of these masks that we have we don't have enough right now so you're gonna have to cut up uh you know your socks or t-shirts or whatever it is and do this and that's reality you know nobody anticipated this case closed nobody has to then kick anybody's ass that, that we that people got caught with their pants down uh, or a, a pandemic happened and we weren't prepared for it or didn't do the right things. That's all water under the bridge. We don't need countless memes of how you killed my father and, and all these other things. Or other people taking another extreme and saying, I've, I haven't done anything wrong. What? I watched a nursing, um, I watched a live nursing. Uh, episode from uh, a person who went from another state to come to New York City, which thank God I don't live in. I grew up in New York City, and I live in upstate New York. I I do live in the epicenter state. So yeah, I'm always confident about things. Not. But uh, on a good day, I'm very careful about physicians and hospitals and everything else like that because I've worked in them, and I've also had some very wonderful experiences in them, and I've also had some very life-threatening Yes, and I'll mention that life-threatening experiences in those same institutions. So I know that they're just staffed by people, you know, good people, bad people. uh, And I don't mean bad where they're, you know, bad as human beings. They're not the best physicians or the best nurses. Uh, Not everybody's a hero. Uh, Not everybody's wonderful. Some people are just kind of average or they're just kind of doing their job. They're not being heroic. They're just doing a nice job as a human service provider. You know, and now they're faced in extraordinary times. Well, getting back to the story about the person live, you know, who came up here to volunteer and work. She's in doing this live broadcast, unfiltered, and basically saying that the hospitals that she's working at, forget about it. She's never seen anything like it in her life that it's Dodge City, that's so much for the rules, regulations, taking care of notes or using established protocols and procedures. Uh, they're using, uh, she's seeing kind of like, um, you know, combat conditions, you know, where uh, where people kind of aren't following the rules. They're let off the hook. They're not, they know they're not going to be sued. They've got a lot of uh, work that they have to do. They don't have the equipment to do it necessarily or didn't have it. And now they're feeling that they're entitled to do whatever they have to do. Now, the point of this is when I say humanity's in a dark place, the explanation that I'm giving you, which is a true one, I've, I've, I've seen situations like Willowbrook or institutions that people didn't get the care that they, they needed. And it was like Auschwitz in World War II. I'm being serious. Why? Because there was only one or two staff on for hundreds of people. There was no money. The food service didn't work. It was ridiculous. It was criminal. But there were some people working in those situations. So that part of the story isn't told because humanity is in a dark place. It's people wanting to tell a dark story. Another story of another microaggression or another wrongdoing, Uh, some uh, perceived hurt, injury, wrong, whatever. And, And sometimes it's correct. A lack of morality, uh, you know, a, a lack of uh, of proper values. Uh, I, you know, I've gone over this a thousand times. We have this, and and then we want to bitch about it on top of it, and we don't want to cope with things. We don't want to recognize things. We don't want to have a balance. You know, we don't want to to see that there are two st- sides to or or many sides to a story. I'm seeing people who are food, you know, or people who work in a grocery store. Wonderful. The value of work doesn't matter what job you have. And all these kind of comments. Now, don't you ever dare to mean me again. You know, you don't ever talk down to me or whatever in the future. I'm the one bringing you your asparagus and blah, blah, blah. What? Come on, man. I appreciate you doing that. You know, you're not on the uh, you're not on the lines of Bastone, and if you don't feel comfortable, nobody's forcing you to be there. I know you have to pay your your bills like I do, but life is about choices, man. Okay, nobody's you know this this isn't a time to start uh, you know telling everybody you're going to kick their ass after this is over, or again you know the hero uh, you know deciding who are the heroes and heroines and who isn't. Come on, man. We've, you know, completely lost balance. And again, the world, humanity is in this very, not exclusively, there's lots of people who aren't, but people are really getting lost. They're getting lost and caught up in the moment of this lack of balance and uh, this learned helplessness. They just don't know how to get out of this one, to cope with this one, to calm down, to settle down, to do the hard work. I gave a quote the other day to, to To do what Churchill said, Winston Churchill, you know, the great prime minister during World War II, the Battle of Britain, when everything was lost. And he said, when you're going through hell, you keep going. He had a vision. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, there's nothing to fear but fear itself. Abraham Lincoln, I mean, I don't have any script in front of me. I know what they said, because these are things I have to tell myself in life, and you need to. I had to tell myself when both of my parents got dementia, when my daughter passed away at the same time, when my house was flooded within the same period of time. Can you, can you imagine? And you know, there are worse things than that. I used to volunteer uh, at the hospital uh, in the chaplaincy services. And I would go up there and a uh, lovely lady I was talking to one day. And um, uh, and uh, I said to her, you know, how are you doing? And blah, 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 blah. We're talking. And somehow or another, I asked her if she had wanted to receive communion or some such thing that I would make arrangements for that. And we got on to talking about death. She had a little bit of a concern about that. And I was talking about my daughter uh, to her. And she said, yeah, I can remember when my husband died. And I said, oh, my goodness. Did he die recently? She said, no. And she was an older woman. She said, he died when I was 45. I had five kids. She said, and we had just got a new milking machine. She was a farmer. And how could I make this story up? And her husband went out to get the new milking machines, and he died of a heart attack right out there on the farm. And uh, they got somebody out there and took him away, and she said they were the five kids and had a couple of hundred cows, Uh, and the day had gone past them, and then the boys and girls said to her, Mom, what do we do? The cows weren't milked. And you know where I'm coming with this. She says, we got to go milk them. And uh, here, a mother and her five daughters, a a, a wife whose husband just died and left her with five kids and a small farm, had to go out and put the milking things on uh, over 200 cows. So the point is, uh, that isn't humanity being in a dark place. That's a dark time for a person's humanity where they overcome that. With uh, a sense of strength and fortitude and purpose And people sticking together and doing what they have to do You know, she didn't tell me that after this happened She she walked out and said, don't ever tell me again I'm a farmer and you need milk No, what? Yeah, The world was a different place then And we've had dark periods before And and this is, you know, a, a very dark period but uh, the, pur- the purpose of my show, again, is these are the things I'm thinking about. This is, a, a, you know, this is supposed to be a nice show. This is not supposed to be an insulting show to you or let's l- lay another problem on you. It's something we need to be aware of. Uh, and uh, little shows like this that, uh, you know, reach some people and uh, that uh, maybe, uh, you know, it's a wonderful thing. If I reach one or two people or you do, we do something positive. You know, we make a difference. And we can all make a difference. I saw a wonderful psychologist that I work with uh, put something down there to show you, again, the flip side, the negative side of this. And it was something, uh, there's, a, there's a statement that I use all the time when people feel that uh, they, they're powerless or they curse God or curse the fates of the universe and say, there's nobody listening. And I'll remind people, I'll say, you know, St. Francis had a great thing that he said about that. He said, you are the hand of God. Reminding you that you have the power in you to do the good things that you want things that you want God to do or you want other people to do or whatever. We have that ability in through hard times like pandemics uh, and, uh, you know, in other natural disasters or it could be anything. These things, sadly, do periodically occur, whether it's every hundred years, every 10 years, one time in your life or, you know, you're just you're just going out. Enduring it, you know, and you're going to be affected by it negatively Stuff happens You know, but I would remind people of that And I, I heard a poem that somebody said, wow, I'm speechless I was speechless after listening to it I guess it kind of prompted the first thing in me to prompt me to do this show To change the show I was going to originally do And it was something saying, hands and feet of God And yes, you use the hands to strangle people And, you know, from the drain, you use your feet to stomp people Whoa. And I said to myself, this is what people want to hear right now. This is what you need. Yeah, I know there's abuses by people on the uh, you know uh, f- uh, you know fanatical and dis- uh, you know dishonorable religious people and dishonorable uh, people of every profession and everything else like that. I'm not supporting any of that crap. but there's also good things that people do. Who are religious. There are good things that people do who are atheists. There are good things that people do, regardless of those titles. You know, we don't have to throw this man, this woman, this Christian, this Jew, this person, this human being. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Every single time I don't think this is a rant I think it's just uh, I'm one man like you are here uh, One person Just struggling With, uh, you know, making sure that I see the light And I want to share that with you Because, uh, you know, maybe you'll get those Intermittent uh, periods of time Where the lights get shut off You see too many Facebook posts And too many uh, podcasters t- giving you bad information, or just you know ranting and raving like I might do, or somebody else might do, and you're not getting you're not getting the balanced view on things. You know, we have to ha- also have balance. As Lincoln said, I repeat it again. You know, all those clouds out there, beneath every cloud, the, cloud, the sun is still shining somewhere. Just like the musical Annie. That's why I was so popular. To to you know, things like that. You know, they're 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 truisms. They're the things that that make life good. That make life pure for us. That make uh, life wonderful for us. We don't want to give those things up just because of a pandemic. Then you then you're going to have to give that up every time somebody in your family gets sick or. Uh, every time uh, your wife or your husband passes away or your kid passes away, I, you know, I I, I wasn't about to give up my, my life, my career, uh, uh, my happiness and, uh, you know, think the world was a bad place just because uh, I had a tragedy in my family. Of course, my heart was broken, but I have a big heart. I have plenty of uh, I have plenty of extra heart. And so do you. But again, that's just what I'm thinking about. You know, there's there's so many um, so many important things. So with some of these uh, some of these shows that I've done, again, just a little reminder: go back and listen to that show the monsters are doing on Maple Street. Uh, if you get a chance, it's only twenty minutes or so. It's it's a really good reminder about how wacky we can get when we're scared, and when it all doesn't make sense. That other show about being a card counter, living like a card counter. It's not as silly as it sounds. Uh, If you were sitting in my house, you'd talk to my children or talk to my wife, they'd say, yeah, Stan's a psychologist, but he's not talking psychological principles. He's talking about living life like a card counter. I'm talking about making good decisions. And this is another one. Don't let yourself go to that dark place. And if you are in that dark place right now, keep on walking. You'll find your way out. And if you're in that dark place with another person, everybody hold hands. Let your inner bright light shine, and you'll find your way out. Okay, that's it for Just Thinking. I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye now.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. And also, you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S Wangland. That's at S Wangland. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at Our Podcast Network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at www.podcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network.